This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. <laughs> uh, somebody was actually pointing out that actually it's 23 days to go to Christmas. I think I said uh, I'm 52 and it's 53 days to go. I said 52. Um, so you don't count it. How do you count it? It's like, yeah, no, but you're right, guys. It's 25. If you say, if you calculate it properly. All right, let's go with 53 days to go then. Okay, 0861-987-000. WhatsApp, 0833-037093. Please, for those voice notes and your text messages. Pagineers, uh, uh, what's happening? Um, yeah, the p- p- form has been patchy recently. Despite having won a cup in the process, I do wonder, is there a little bit of pressure building on Rivero, but I mean, surely Rivero has bought himself time and uh, he's got some credit in the bank having won all the trophies that he has won so far for with Orlando Pirates. But anyway, back to other matters, a lot more serious matters and this situation at um, UNISA. So the Minister of Higher Education, Dr. Bladen Zamanda, has now been ordered by the court to retract his decision to place the University of South Africa under administration. The ruling was handed down by the the Houting North Division of the High Court in Pretoria yesterday uh, following an urgent application brought by the university. On the 27th of August, the minister signed a gazette appointing Professor Iron Rensberg as the administrator of the institution. So, uh, well, I suppose that now will have to all be put on hold as uh, the minister will now have to either go uh, we'll have to wait or seek some other kind of route from the courts what is the impact of all of this let's i'm joined on the line by the unisa's uh, lecturer in professional ethics uh mametwe sebe good morning to you mr sebe and thanks again for talking to us uh, uh unfortunately you have become the unofficial spokesperson there for the university because we have had no joy in hearing from the university management themselves. But of course, I need to acknowledge that you speak in your capacity. Would that be accurate? Yes, it's a personal capacity because of the independent uh, legal and academic opinions that I've shared on this matter. Absolutely, and uh, which you have done so in the past. Um, I found it a very strange uh, move by the minister to go the route of uh, gazetting this uh, placing of the university under administration, knowing that there is still a legal process that needs to unfold. W- what do you make of it, you know, um, as somebody involved with the university? Um, it seems to me that it is in- it, this is a kind of thing that serves to, um, you know, create animosity between universities, uh, management, and the minister, you know, that even beyond... Uh, whatever processes are to fail to follow, how do they continue to work together? Well, you know, it's very strange, but I can tell you that my relations with university management is quite remote, actually. Mm. UNISA is online at the moment. I rarely know anybody there except one or two people I speak with mm. once in a while. I don't even part of management. So mm. the relationship with the minister is strange. I mean, I, I think it's very... Is unknown to me. That's a point I'm trying to say. But sure. here's the point. Just from the distance, it can be because um, it can be very well, and and it can bother uh, you know uh, bode well for the university because mm. what the minister is engaged with. I mean, his conduct, regardless of how I want to see it, 
is defamatory of what only comes across as a very heroic effort from where I'm sitting um, by that management to turn the situation around in number of ways, right? And, I'm, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm glad that you are saying that the spokesperson of the minister is here because he has not been able to answer the question. He keeps harping on about the problems and the crisis that we all know. What he has not been able to answer is, what is it that all of these new reports and assessments of university in the past two years that are showing improvements on financial performance, on academic performance, and every other measure of university, right? Mm. What is it that is wrong with them that does not suggest or does not or cannot justify the university management being given support and being given opportunity, a chance to continue to work and improve on the situation? Because even the Higher Education Act that they rely on is very clear. You can only appoint independent assessor an administrator on the university when the council of the university does not or fail to address the circumstances that is given rise um, for, for, for such appointments, right? Um, now, I'm saying the, new can, the council that is in place is new, 80% of it, new people. Management, this management wasn't there about two years ago when the uh, ministerial task team report handed, um, the, 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 the ministerial task team handed its report. More than that, all the rankings of university have improved, including, by the way, the rankings by Department of Higher Education's own research output report, right? Mm. University is today the best and the most performing cooperation in the country in the university sector, according to the publication, top 500. And the facts speak for themselves. When they increase their reserves from 9 billion to 16 billion, that is what that um, uh, publication is looking at. And that it was not achieved um, because it was just a windfall from nowhere. Absolutely not. It's because of the relentless and determined, and I must add, quite heroic efforts to dismantle the corrupt uh, networks that are parasiting on the carcass of the university that is already serviced by the year of mismanagement and, of course, of the capture of university by those particular interests. So having said all of that, then uh, one wonders then what's at play here, you know, because you are painting a very rosy picture about the state of the university. The minister um, under whose... uh, um, watch this falls um, holds a very a different view. So, I mean, how can they be that far apart? How is it that the university's own assessment of their performance and uh, that of the minister, you know, are that far apart to the point where the minister actually wants to dismantle the leadership of the university like as in yesterday? Let's be clear about it. <clears throat> I'm not painting a rosy, uh, you know, I'm not painting a rosy picture. Uh, and I think I've said it repeatedly. Mm. Any student who is frustrated with UNISA, the workers who are frustrated with UNISA, communities mm. that have experienced the terrible um, inefficiencies in administrations um, and so on at UNISA, all their experiences are valid. Anybody who tells you that UNISA is rosy, 
those people are misleading you. It is absolutely not. My argument are, my arguments are, the situation is turning around, right? In the past two years, it's not going to be an overnight thing. Mm. But, but it does not warrant the intervention the minister yes. seeks to take. Correct. Mm. All I'm pointing out is that the, the picture that is being painted in the independent assessment report and that of the minister um, of a state of complete collapse, that picture is completely false. Right? Okay. Mm. And now, here is a point that I want to, um, um, uh, that I want to, to come to. Okay. The question that we need to be able to ask um, is that wh- is the minister's intervention helpful? Mm. Right? And you're asking me what is at play here. Mm. Universities have become, unfortunately, like the rest of the public sector, mm. a site of accumulation, right? Of capital accumulation, particularly by that section of the capitalist class, the aspirant black capitalist class that unfortunately is tied with the ANC. There is a a social base of the ANC, people that depend on tender, on outsourcing um, of the public services in order to enrich themselves. We all know that story. That is a story that is collapsing, not only UNISA, but many institutions. And I'll come back to issues of of, uh, of of value universities that are coming. Mm-hmm. out of administration, by the way. But also, it's not just universities. ESCOM, SAA, and many other sure, state-owned sure. entities are mm-hmm. on their knees because mm-hmm. of this particular interest. Gotcha. And the question mm-hmm. is that, the issue is that these are interests that in particular have collapsed and have compromised UNISA over years. Now, the university management, mm-hmm. the new management in particular, is waging a war on that. The okay. financial performances are speaking to that. Right. Now, what the minister and the independent assessor are saying, university management is violating a supply chain, um, supply chain policies. We have ought to ask, in what way? And okay. in what way All right. the and intervention yeah, of the yeah. minister in this respect has I think been you, asked? I, I think your broader, yeah, your broader point, absolutely, I think your broader point is made. I don't want to get into the minutiae of what was actually found in the report. I just wanted to get a, get a, a more general assessment, and I think your broader point is taken. As always, thank you very much for coming on. As I said, you're the lone voice that we are able to get out of the university. I appreciate your time again. Thank you very much. Mamek Lusebe is a lecturer in ethics at the University of South Africa. Seven before seven. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.